Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from Miami's Eleven. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may have to put new content on. As always, we'd like to take our lovely channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Almost Father's Day, so you know, don't forget. Don't forget. I hope uh, I hope Sebastian's kids have sorted him out for Father's Day as well, because they'll that's very, very soon. Um, um, I, I did, uh, you know, I didn't even know it was Father's Day. When is it? <laughs> Sunday. It's Sunday, Sunday, man. Well, I think my missus mentioned it, but I already forgot. I hope they got oh. something for me. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I need, I need a new pair of boots. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there, we, there we go. The, the young carols there we go that's what we need to get um today's guest another ex-hammer he, he was only for us a short amount of time at a loan spell in 2004 um but it is sebastian carroll how, how are you doing my man you look hot you look warm today you look warm I, i'm very listen i'm black so i'm always <laughs> hot uh and then this 27 degrees uh i'm not gonna complain because it's not like we've got that many of like that often this weather in the in the uk but yeah as we always complain, as any human being, uh, yeah, it's a little bit too hot, but <laughs> it's 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 really nice. And I've heard someone said that this is the last day; it's going to be raining for the next seven to eight eight days. So let's Something just like enjoy it. Let's just enjoy it because, yeah, in a, as you said, in about three or four days' time, we'll be moaning that it's raining and yeah. it's like June and we're raining and but yeah, at least. Uh, <laughs> At least we can enjoy. It. I know what you mean. I like it hot, but not this hot. You know, a couple of days, and then a couple of chill days. I'm I'm not not very good with heat at all. But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not in the tank top just yet, though, Seb. I'm not in the tank well, top well, you, just yet. Well, you could you could you could, nice, I'm sure. I could get away with it. Yeah, of course you could. It's, it's, that's the beauty of working at home. I could do. I could walk <laughs> around. My, I could walk around my pants, and no one would know. But uh, uh, how are you? Apart from being hot, Sebastian. How how are you? How are the family? Are you well. Yeah, I'm very well. All my family, uh, thank you for asking, but all my family is well. Uh, i got three boys at home. Uh, thank God they're back at school now. Um, 
and uh, Miss is happy, so no, everybody's fine. Thank you. Yeah, very good, very. Good. And did I say on Instagram? Is, isn't your is is it one one of your boys? Is is he is he at Leeds or something like that? Wasn't he? My my oldest one, yeah, he's sixteen years old. Is um, he will go in. Yeah, he'll go into his uh, second year school at Leeds. Uh, he's oh, been full time wow. for a year, so he's doing well. He's had a good season. So fingers crossed, he'll get with the uh, under twenty three next season, and why not first him? Why not? Why not? And it yeah, must be. Not? It must. And it must be lovely as well, because I mean, obviously, you played a lot of games for Leeds. You played you play for Leeds as well as you know West Ham and Brighton and various others. But it must be nice when you see your your lad, you know, progress into the career that that you had. You know, absolutely. And uh, I always thought that I had some unfinished business, in terms of, like whether it was at Monaco, West Ham, Brighton, and Leeds. So I'm glad for him to take over. Uh, I'm glad he doesn't have to carry a big name. So I haven't had a huge career. I'm happy with what I've got, but I don't have a huge career, so he doesn't have to carry a big name, so he can make a name for himself. That's really cool. That's, that's a really lovely way to think of it, Seb. That's a really <laughs> lovely way to think of it. But, I mean, you know, as you said, you, know, you, you played at, obviously, the Monaco, and you played for, you know, if you looked at this, your clubs, you know, it's, it's an impressive list of clubs you've you played for. And, and, and to be honest, even, I know, you know, we, we talk about the, the loan spell at West Ham, and obviously, you know, it's a West Ham channel, so that's what we, we tend to talk about. Um, but even though, you know, you only made a single appearance, that's one more appearance, and the millions and millions and millions of fans around the world would have loved <laughs> to have done so i know it doesn't seem it but it was like you know for me it, you know if they give gave me 20 minutes on on the pitch against career alexandra I'll, oh, I'll be i'll be made for life you know what i mean so uh i know it's what no, i see another, and I, another opinion. you've I got to mean. enjoy it yeah yeah you've got yeah, to enjoy it yeah yeah you have to and, and also it gives you as you said it gives you uh it gives you experience to then talk to your you know to impart on your son you know how he has to embrace every minute he can get on the pitch because you don't know how many you're going to get Exactly. That's, thing, that's, that's, that's very true. And that's that's even more why you need to enjoy every single minute. Like every time you're on the pitch, it doesn't matter that like training. Just work hard and enjoy it because it doesn't last long. Uh, mm. I know people will say like 10, 12, 15 years career is a long time, but it's not. Mm. Uh, when you turn 35 and you start, you start thinking about getting retired, you've got to start thinking about your other career now because you're only 35 36 you're still young so football yeah. is not everything it's a it's a lot of things but it's not everything so mm. enjoy while while it lasts yeah yeah good it's, it's a good but i think it's to be honest if anything's taught us in the last 18 months seb it's you've got it's not just football you've got to enjoy everything oh, yeah. while while what a good time you got because you don't know what's going to happen in the world and <laughs> like and the last yeah. 15 months no, yeah, so. no, no it's true yeah you've got to enjoy every every minute you get in everything yeah. uh now for the past 18 months uh everybody's been affected in some ways um hmm. i'm glad that on my side uh, we were all okay but we can't take everything for granted um yeah. like i mean like now we just wish we could go and have a drink somewhere in any bar open <laughs> whereas yeah. before we could have said yeah i can go any anytime uh i don't mind now you want to go and you will enjoy mm-hmm. even more now uh, enjoy your close one uh, even more, your elders, your elders even more because you don't know how much longer they've got. Um, I can see my parents back to France uh, getting older and uh, I haven't seen them in like in a few years now. And uh, yeah. the minute I can, we can travel again uh, safely, uh, I will go and see them. Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, of course, so, man. And, and, and same too with football. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, ironically, West Ham have had a really good season the season when we didn't have any fans in the stadium. Yeah. But um, it, it's it, you're totally right. I think, you know, it's it's that normality. And it is, you know, I don't think anyone's going to take anything for granted from now on. You know, who's, who's lived through this period. So it will be football, you know. Going to see the football isn't going to be a chore. Oh, I've got to go see what, you know, it's going to be every day because you don't know yeah. when that could be your last day. And same as you said, <laughs> going to the pub or seeing your friends or family and stuff like that. No, it's, um, it's, it's, it's really true, man. It is really, really true. And it's just one of those things I think we've, you know, and it's, it's nice to see in the Euros now, obviously, because, you know, there's the Hungry game the other day where they had almost like a full capacity site at a stadium. And it looks so strange having like fans instead of just seats. It was a really bizarre <laughs> thing. Really, really strange. Um, this is how, I can't like, wait. We, we get used to things, I think. So I think we got used to the empty stadium. Uh, yeah. It's not nice, but I think we got used to it. So now that stadium can take a certain amount of capacity, we get like, oh, wow, that looks nice. I can't wait until yeah. it's like full of people. Exactly. It's so true. We, we, we managed to desensitize our stuff ourselves to having no crowds in the stadium very early on, I think, and having crowd. I remember once, I think in, in Christmas, it's over Christmas time where we had a little bit of an easing of lockdown. And I think a lot of the London clubs had a few thousand fans. And I remember like watching it on Sky trying to switch off the crowd noise, but it wasn't. It was actually a crowd and I wasn't used to it. So I was like, that's well weird. Just like having like people actually <laughs> singing and chanting. But no, it's uh it's all it, as you said, hopefully, fingers crossed, things are starting to get back into some sort of normality, wherever that may be. But um yeah. but anyway. Anyway, let's let's talk let's talk about let's talk about West Ham. That's what we do. Yeah, um yeah, yeah, no <laughs> so the first question I would ask Sebastian is is obviously you signed on loan 2004, I think February for a three month loan, three month spell. Why? Why? Because obviously you're at Monaco. How did that work? Because like I, I never understand the mech- the mechanisms of a loan deal. Well, transfer, uh, yeah, probably, but a loan deal. Well, mine, mine was a bit, um, a bit strange. Um, it was a combination of me not getting as much game time as I wish at Monaco. Yeah. Uh, even though I was involved, uh, I was involved in everything, league, uh, cup game, Champions League, uh, I was there. Uh, but I guess uh, I was being impatient and I wanted to get more minutes on the pitch. Yeah. So how it happens is I spoke to Gigi Deschamps Monaco, uh, he was our manager at the time, and I said, uh, I might have an opportunity to go in championship in England. Um, to West Ham, so I need to go and visit the club for a couple of days, and he allowed me to go. So I went there. I had a couple of training sessions. I think I had one friendly game uh, with the reserve team, and then uh, after that, Alan Pardew wanted to sign me uh, on loan, and we are talking back to mid uh, mid January uh, mm-hmm. at this time. So mid the transfer window, uh, winter transfer window, and then uh, what happened is. Um, they couldn't find any sort of financial uh, fee for the loan because uh, obviously West Ham wanted a free loan, Monaco wanted a, pay, wanted, a fee yeah. for, yeah, wanted a fee for the loan. So by the time they agreed on something, uh, two weeks uh, happened. And Alan Pardew, I think, got Joby Makinoff uh, um, at the time. Yeah. And on the last day of the window, my agent called me for half past four in the, in the afternoon. I said, uh, we got something sorted. Uh, get down to the office and sign. 
and thinking now i should i shouldn't have done it uh, yeah. and I've, i will explain why um yeah, sure. and so i've signed it anyway so i happened to to get to west ham a couple of days later um but given the fact that i only had one game uh one not even one game one appearance i think against yeah. crew alexandra yeah. um i think i played 10 15 minutes at the end of the game uh the fact that i didn't get what i came uh, looking which is minutes on the pitch um you're thinking back and you think okay we've got about 55 game to play with monaco there's uh, uh, our Cali cup there's our french cup there's champions league there's the league uh now that i'm a little bit wiser you're thinking okay why didn't i stay at monaco be patient and be involved in, in this amazing campaign that the club had mm. uh so i took part in the first part in the group stages but i didn't take part in um, in the last part which was the most exciting one um this is a big regret uh yeah. and when you think that the two weeks that happened between when i came to visit the club for a few days mid-jan and end of transfer window when i was asked to come down the office and sign regardless uh you're thinking okay well alan pardieu got joby makinov he got a couple of lads in he doesn't need mm -hmm. me anymore so you yeah. should have thought about will i get the game time that i i want and yeah. the, the answer would have been okay probably not mm. but yeah i was uh i had 30 managers i said don't worry about it we, we we get something sorted you'll play never played um yeah so that's how the loan happened uh yeah. this is how the deal happened um after that i had a couple of meetings with, uh, with the manager alan pardieu at the time uh i think after a month when i realized that i wasn't getting any minutes on the pitch uh, yeah. i had a meeting with him uh couldn't really speak english but i could get around it gotcha uh but a couple of meeting with him and say well, if really if you don't need me uh should i go back to monaco uh, i think we had a uh, is it Andy Miller from Liverpool? We had him on loan. Uh, them striker. We have Neil. Neil. Uh, oh God! Yeah, we had loads. Uh, yeah, we had quite yeah, a few that was, time. Yeah. I think we have. Uh, I think his name was. It was Andy Miller. Is he Miller? Oh, Neil Miller. Miller. Yeah. We had Neil Miller. It, was it Neil? Sorry. Neil. Yeah, Neil. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, on loan right. from Liverpool striker. Yes. So we had him on loan, and uh, well, basically, what happened is he sent him back to Liverpool. So I said, well, probably I need to go back to Monaco. He said, no. If I wanted you to go back to Monaco, if I didn't need you, I would have sent you back to Monaco. So yeah. I said, okay, fine enough. So I'm going to play maybe the next couple of weeks. And I haven't played in three months. So he, he kind of messed me up. Uh, if he was being honest, I would have gone back to Monaco and enjoyed the Champions League. Yeah. But I kind of had faith in him because he wanted me in the first place. So I thought I was, uh, was going to get the game time that I need, which I didn't, which is a shame for everybody. There's 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 been there's been a couple of people players i've interviewed who, who is a similar a similar story with with, with mr pardew um uh, we had uh we interviewed uh, elliot ward who was a, a young center oh, yeah yeah elliot so elliot was saying how you know obviously he was part of the group yeah because he was part of your yeah he was around when you was around um yeah. and elliot was elliot you know when we got promoted the, the season afterwards um yeah. was yeah the season after yeah so um he was promised game time against uh, in the premier league and then he went out and got james collins and danny gabadon and and so so elliot's time was somewhat curtailed and, and the same as you obviously you know the, the assumption was you know you was going to go in and play and then pards goes and gets mac enough and he gets adam noland and he's got like you know all these sort of young 
you know, you all from Wimbledon as well. He brought loads of players from Wimbledon yes. and Alan Pardew. Yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine he just wants all of his cake and just when he wants to use you, he'll use you. And I can see how that was really frustrating for you because obviously the main reason you want to go is for game time. And then you go back and you can see Monaco starting to have a season, an amazing season. You're like, ah. It's one of those sort of moments which will make or break you, isn't it? But again, it's one of those things that, you know, it's an experience which then you can impart is, to, you, yep. to your son yep. and say, you know, actually, and, and, and actually I, I've been doing a lot of research into our old players and a lot of players we've signed and, and they've, a similar thing, they want game time. And so they jump at the top chance and actually maybe they should have waited. And as you said, it's, I mean, it's all part of the tapestry of life, isn't it, Seb, yep. to be honest, man? It's all so but I mean it's a story to tell, isn't it? And it means you you know, it means as it, yeah. it means you, you played at you know, and if you didn't play at West Ham, you might not have had game time at Brighton and Leeds and stuff like that as well, because you know, you were sort of there or thereabouts around here and obviously lit and then obviously you are still in the UK now. So, yeah, you know, yeah. that, that yeah. one must that one mistake. You could have been you could have still been in Monaco sipping on champagne, you know, at the side. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, that's why when I said them like I don't I don't regret because I know what uh, you mean though. Today's yeah. today's today's mistake makes the man I am today and I'm yes. in a good place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so no no regret. It's just that thinking back and focus now that you mentioned it, I can get Bit, I can be a better advisor uh, for my son, which uh, will take the same path as me. Mm. Uh, as to which question you should ask yourself before you choose to move somewhere, uh, mm. uh, making better decision for for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in life I mean, in general, not just in football. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I mean, yeah, it's in life in general, changing, changing jobs, changing a house, moving home, yeah. and you yeah, know, exactly. sometimes actually, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Exactly. And exactly. Yeah. And that's actually really refreshing to hear, Sebastian, as well, because sometimes we, you know, we talk to a lot of players and they go, oh, I love my time West standard. And actually from, from a, a football, a purist football perspective, yeah, it's probably in, in hindsight, yeah, you could have stayed at Monaco and played a lot more games. But, you know, it happened. And, and you got to experience the, the, the lovely West Ham experience. I did, and the, I, and did, the I did, Andrea. I've got some fantastic memories. I mean, my first time I opened, because... I moved into uh, Upton Park Hotel, so yeah. I had a fantastic view on the pitch. Uh, and oh, first... cool! So you, so you at the actual the actual hotel in the ground? Yeah, yes, that's I a, was. That's, yeah. a fun, that's a weird that's... place. It was a weird place, wasn't it? It was very strange. It, it was, but I, I found it fantastic. You know, uh, yeah. first game, the atmosphere of stadium. I mean, I know it doesn't exist anymore, but uh, I just get fantastic memories from that. And uh, that was my actual first experience in the UK. And uh, even though my wife didn't really enjoy it, because uh, she was pregnant and she she wishes she could be from France, <laughs> um, I did enjoy it uh, football-wise. I wish I could yeah. enjoy it even more if I was playing, but I did enjoy it. Every single training session, uh, every time, even for the bench, my game in a reserve. And, and this is where it's really a shame, because if I remember my game in a reserve, I was really like, performing i was scoring goals some some amazing goals if i remember correctly and um i thought i thought i deserved a chance uh, a better yeah. chance didn't get it it's okay uh, it's okay now but uh i never i never gave up i tried yeah yeah and i mean that and that's and that's the thing i mean as i said it's also experience isn't it and i mean you know arguably going to going to west ham you had, you had experience of you know uh training and and and, and training with you know people like 
I know Thomas Repka, for example, and and people like that. All these, all these strange, all these fantastic characters, which you know, again, just you know, and obviously, you know, there's yeah, some sort of older players as well, like Brian Dean, who had been around the game, and uh, as the young boys, Michael Carrick, you know, went on to be a fantastic yeah. player, and you know, you had some great players you, you trained with, and oh, well, you said even playing reserve yeah. teams, and and um, it must have been, yeah, I could see. Also, just I can see, yeah, particularly if you're playing so well for the reserves as well, you're like, come on, <laughs> come on, pods, come on, Gaffer, yeah. sort it Play, out. Playing for the reserve, I could have played in the reserve, and when I could, it's the same. It's exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> come on, Alan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, yeah. I know, it's, I know, I know, it's only a small time, a small period. But obviously, there was a lot of players, you know, you trained with, and obviously played reserves with, and, yeah. and stuff like that. So, what we're trying to do on this show, Seb, is we put together an eleven. So, um, you know, the idea is you put together an eleven of the players yeah, you enjoy training. Oh, bloody <laughs> hell! Look at you. You it's can here. tell some. Do you know what I like that? You've you've, you've taken time. You've taken time. Yeah, I like that. There's a bit yeah. of paper. I, I, I remember good, the players I played with, I've trained with, but I just went back on uh, the 2003-2004 squad just because some people were on loan and I don't specifically like, specifically remember them sometimes. The names. So Love it. Love got it. the name okay. back, and I got my name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Who's in goal? Who's in goal, Seb? Bagwater. Oh, Stephen, but oh. Steven crazy the bag of spanners he is. I love Stephen yeah, Barrow. Crazy. He wasn't um, uh he wasn't a first team keeper at the time, the first choice. Um but um, he's a good lad. Oswald helped me help me uh with um translating as well. Uh, really very good lad. Yeah, helped me a lot with uh trying to explain things slowly when uh Gaffa was talking too too fast for me. Uh he was uh, he was a guy who picked me from uh, different places to get me to Stage um, uh, pick up point, uh, stuff like that. So, I, I, I think I even remember his car. I think he was he had a voxel, oh, voxel something, and a coupe, a little sport one. Uh, but I remember that, but yeah, he's in goal for me. <laughs> oh, I love, I love Stephen. He's such a he's such a lovely guy. When I interviewed him, he was just so like genuine. He's you know, he's it's just so like, oh, I felt I was really taken back by how much of a nice guy he was right we'll put steven in goal who's your first yeah. defender then who's your first defender then sebastian so i'm playing a 4-3-3 so just you know um oh nice so yeah so i've got hayden mullins right back hayden hayden mullins oh yeah what a player i've got it right back i know he can play center mid but i've got it right back uh it's gonna do the job for me uh my two center back will be anton Ferdinand and christian yep. day Oh, very good. Right, let me find the names. I've got to find the names. Anton Ferda. I love Anton. He's another one. He's just like just such a, just such a lovely man. Um, and yeah. Christian Daly. Oh, the love of my life, yeah. Christian Daly. Yeah, was he was our captain. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think uh, the pair goes well together because you've got Anton with a little bit pace, and uh, yeah. Christian uh, experienced centre back, uh, long time in the game uh, when I came in. So uh, no, they are my two centre backs. And did you understand much what he said? Because obviously being Scottish no, as well. No, no, no. Forget about that. No. <laughs> I could barely, barely understand the London guys. So, no, Scottish, That's what Irish. Uh... Oh, Christian. Oh, you didn't no, have a chance. He, no, oh, bless he could, him. He could, he could yell, shout at me. I said, well, you can go on forever. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless him. And I, mean, I suppose, yeah, I suppose it's something that people don't necessarily think about is obviously, you know, you, as you said, you know, you, you know, you, you didn't speak much English as well. And so, you know, 
did did I remember I spoke to um, I spoke to another actually French player the other day, Sebastian Schemmel, who who played for us for well well for about two, three seasons, and he said that a lot of a lot of the players tried to learn French, but they weren't very good at it. Um, yeah, the same thing happened with people trying to help, trying to sort of help with they, a little bit of French. They've tried, but the only word that was coming out of their mouth was swear words. So <laughs> no help, no help at all there. <laughs> that's the same as that's the or, same or as was, kid. Or it was voulez-vous coucher avec moi? This is all I could oh. say. <laughs> such a West Ham thing. Oh, that's brilliant. I love it. And that's so true, though. But it's the same as when you're learning. I mean, my, my daughter's eight. And so she told me yesterday that um, the, the boys are starting to look up rude words in the dictionary. And um, and it's just that's that, that's like a rite of passage. It's the same as when you're a kid. The first thing you do when you learn the language is learn the, the rude words, don't you? So yeah, Luna yeah. had to say mad. And that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the only one I know. And I did GCSE in it. Um, right. OK, so if we put... Uh, Christian and and Anton in so, the centre back positions. Who's going to be left back then if playing forward? So left back would be Don Ale was a loan from Fulham, but I remember him being a very good left back, uh, good composure, a sweet left foot. He could deliver a ball and just yeah. pick Brian Dean. He uh, was, you know, and I, I forget he I forget he played for us sometimes, John Harley, and I think maybe because he was on loan for a not a short time, but we had a lot of loan players around that time yes. as well, and so. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, and he had a great career at Chelsea, didn't he? Particularly, um, great yes, career yes, at Chelsea. Did, yeah. I remember. Um, I will put John Arley in. I haven't. Had to, do you know why I couldn't find him? Because I, I think that's the first time he's come up. So I'll, I'll type him in. I've got to type him in. There we go, John Arley. Yeah. There we go. Right. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Let's, 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 here we go. We're up, we're up. We're back on. We're back on now. Right. Okay. Let's go into midfield, then, my man. Well, midfield is quite quite easy. Uh, I put Michael Carrick. He's got to put. The, he's got. He's got to be there. Uh, yeah. Uh, the great guy, uh, fantastic footballer, uh, and there's no wonder why he had such a great career. He, uh, he's one of those players that, with me when I t- when I talk about Michael Carrick. For me, he's one of those guys who you, you don't. He's a bit like Hayden Mullins in that respect, where you, you don't know how good he is a player until he's not there anymore, and um, he it, just yeah. gets on and just does it. Do you know what I mean? He, he, we never replaced him. Uh, you know, Tottenham never replaced him. Man United never replaced him, and you don't realise why. And Hayden Mullins is the same, it's the same, I think, to me. Uh, very much similar. Yeah. Um, right, so we put... Do you know where he, you know where he oh. impressed me a lot? Um, this is the first player I've seen taking corners with his right foot and then corners the other side with his left foot. And I'm thinking, wow. which foot is it? Come on. <laughs> so, no, this is the first time I could... Have, this is the first player i actually seen with my own eyes taking free kick with different foot. Doesn't matter which. Wow. That's fantastic, yeah. and that that marks that's that, that's a phenomenal player, isn't it? A player who can do that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, okay. Mickey Carrick's in, man. Who is next? Yeah, Mickey Carrick. So next to him, I've got Nigel Rio Coker. Do do do, Nigel Rio Coker. Where's Nigel? I've got. I might have to type him. No, there's Nigel. Yeah, Nigel. What did you there. think of Nigel? Uh, did you um, like Nigel? I like Nigel. He's um, he's a, he's a funny character. Uh, I think he's um how do we say is uh is it bipolar? He's got two personalities. So one on the pitch and one outside football. <laughs> yeah. When it, when he's on the yeah. pitch, he's that uh nasty, naughty uh player. Yeah. But he's such a nice guy outside football. I mean I, well I'm still in touch with him. Uh, I got back in touch with him when he was at Montreal. 
yeah. uh, in Canada. And uh, so away, he said, Seb, we've got a link up. You've got to come back. I said, you're 7,000 miles away, man. I'm not going to come back soon. But yeah, no, he's a fantastic guy outside football. But on the pitch, uh, don't mess with him. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. And I like the fact he's... And he does all his, uh, on his Instagram, it's all the cigars now. He's got a cigar company or something like that, as he, Nigel, I think. And he, yeah, he's a nice guy. I've had him on. Had him. I mean, I love chatting to him. He's a lovely guy. He's, he's really, really sweet. But you're right. So, yeah. but a lot of those players do, said, don't I? I mean, a lot of players have sort of a split personality, like the, 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 the persona on the pitch is different than the persona off the pitch. And I think yeah, some people don't there, yeah. relate the two. I mean, famously, we had a guy called Julian Dix, who was a complete nutter on the pitch, but off the pitch was the kindest, sweetest man ever. And uh, yeah. yeah. Right. So we put Carrick, we'll put Nigeria Coker. Who's your third uh, one in that uh, midfield? So my third one, uh, funny enough, but I've got to have him because I need some space because my for free, not much of space. So <laughs> Joby McEnough. <laughs> oh, so you're going to put Joby in after all that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be Joby, yeah. Uh, just before, when he came in, uh, I think, listen, he came in and he probably messed me up at the same time because I didn't play because of him. <laughs> but yeah, he's done a yeah. great job. Yeah, at first, he was a, like, was a, was a great player, very good player. Uh, he could uh, go past two players uh, without sweating and deliver a fantastic ball for the strikers. So, could do the job there. And then with Mickey and uh, Nige in midfield, I need yeah. someone... Who can really like do the transition with uh, with our strikers? Yeah, and uh, like Mickey can do that with the passes. Uh, Nigel will be right in, getting the ball back for, for them to. And Joby can drive with the ball and run run at pace with it. Sounds so, perfect. Yeah, and so, I think yeah, I think Joby, I think Joby, in the same as yourself. I mean, Joby never got. I think never really got like a, a fair. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think people forget about him as well. It, it, you know, he was, uh, as you said, he was part of that time where he brought lots of players in like yourselves and, and yes. Joby. And, and he's, he's only just retired, hasn't he? Just officially retired recently. So, uh, really fair play to him. Yeah, so, right, okay. We've Carrick, Rear Coker and Joby McEnough. Right, okie dokie. Let's go so, into the top three then. Who's your first one? So, from three on the right side of Marlon Howard. Oh, Mazza. Let me get, where's yeah. Mazza? Let me get, where is he? Where is he? Oh, <laughs> I love Marlon Harewood. Talk about a man who's oh, busy. He's he's one of the busiest men I ever know. Honestly, he's so busy. Can't even find his body. There he is. Yeah, very busy man. But what I love, oh, he's great, great character. Great character. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's a very busy guy. He's always doing something. Always yeah. doing something. Well, he's got a fantastic company car now. Uh, well, not just cars, <laughs> but uh, he does just everything. Uh, he's yeah. playing golf. If he's not playing golf, he's got he's got his kids. But he's always doing something. So, and he was um, I got back in touch with him actually when um, when my son at Leeds played against Nottingham Forest. He was there under oh, thirteen or under fourteen coach. So even he was even coaching. So he was involved uh, still oh, as it. being an ambassador for Sam. So um, so no, very very busy guy. Yeah, yeah, and a great player and a great player. You know, I, oh, I, well, was, I loved it. I loved him. Player. Loved him at West Ham. He was so like just when I was really big mobile forwards and you know for, for a you know for a, for a more midfield player he'd be great you know because you can ping balls around to him and he you know yeah. he could hold them up and play off him but uh i love marlon right okay marlon's in who's next then seb so i've got um bobby zamora on left oh zamo zamo oh i've got i've got to figure this out yeah let's put bobby zamora in yeah let me type i'll type that one in rather than find it yep top man top man zamo is in i love him i love zamora He's uh, yeah, I need his uh, I need his left, his left foot, and I, I, I need a, I, and honestly, I need a pure finisher. 
and he was when well, no, he just had a knack there's certain players i mean i remember I remember when we when we got promoted he there was a, a period where he wouldn't well, i think he was top goal scorer in the premier league for a few seasons for like a few games at the beginning when we got promoted and i don't remember bobby scoring like a a normal goal it would like deflect off his head or his chest or but he just had a knack and he had a knack he'd score yeah. wherever he went he'd score goals didn't he man exactly exactly Pure score, right? Okay, so, so we got Harewood, we got Zamora, we got one more spot. Who's it gonna be? That this is uh Brian Dean. Brian Dean, oh, yeah, Brian oh. Dean. just uh, oh, the, the, the top, uh, uh, this is Brian Dean because he's a friend. Uh, I like him, came to my house um a few months ago. Um, it, well, we, we, we live close by, uh, so he's a good friend, he's a good guy, and um, I need a tower. I need a tower who could get busy with the two center halves, uh, center backs. So uh, Bobby, Joby, and uh, Marlon can get their stuff done. <laughs> I love the way I love the way there's there's been a lot of thought with this, Seb. I really appreciate yeah. the thought that's got into this. <laughs> uh, and and I, I think I think also someone like Brian Dean as well. Again, you know, he was he was a really really important player to us um, for that in that period when we were at West Ham. You know, when we were sort of in that league in the Championship and or Division One at the top. You know, we was in that league and it just. We needed someone, as you you totally right, like a focal point, someone who's going to mix it up with the defenders a little yeah. bit, and and just yeah, because I think we had quite a, I mean, you know, he was around for for a few months. We had quite a young squad, I thought, um, you know, in terms of just in terms of our experience, you know, like yeah. even like the Wimbledon boys who came in, they weren't particularly experienced. We had Christian Daly, we had people like Thomas Repka and people like that, but it wasn't that it wasn't like loads of experience. I think Brian Ding was was really useful for us, a really, really useful player and definitely well, helped up. And, but it um, wasn't easy it, it wasn't easy to pick because I, I could have gone with Don Hutchinson. Uh as for Joby McKinnoff, I could have or instead of Naj, I could have put Matthew Asherington as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of players I could have put there, but of course there, there was some great. There was, there was some great players. It's hard to pick. <laughs> and, I, and I love, but as I said, I love the way there's been a lot of thought. I'm just trying to upload it at the same time. There's, uh, there's been a lot of thought got into it, my friend, and, and that's and that's the thing. You know, you like it's not just individual players. You're like, right, okay, well, uh, he can play off him, and he can do that, and da 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 da, and and there we are, there we are. There's there's the team. Yeah. I've had to. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> and some new names. I don't think John Harley's been picked ever, and we've had over 500, mate. So that's impressive. So I like that, mate. That's good. I told you I was going to do half an hour. I've done 33 minutes. So I apologize. I'm running over three no, minutes. Fine. I've, I've, enjoyed, I've enjoyed it. It's been fun. Thank you for having me again, Russ. Um, uh, honestly, I'm sorry about to wait you so many times. But at least right, at last we've done it. And then, uh... We've done it. We've done it. It's in the bag, mate, and uh, and everyone will enjoy it because I think it's important that you know whether whether some someone's played once or they've played seven hundred ninety nine times. The fact that you know you've worn the claret and blue, Seb. So you're one of us, man. So that's that's the main thing, and you always will be, man. So, always down yeah. in history. So, uh, so thank you so I much, my friend. A... No, thank you, thank you. It's always a uh... yeah. As you said, I've only played once, but it's always nice. It's a nice feeling to get remembered. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, no, I so... totally get that, man. So, no, I totally you. get that. And obviously, thanks everyone for watching. For myself and from Seb, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Right. Well, get those jab appointments. Come Thank on, you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. <laughs> yes. Take care, everyone. Yes, <laughs> Bye -bye. Seb, that's it. Much.
Social Podcast Network. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans. Like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.